Hello and welcome to Shepherd's Fold Ministries. We're glad that you have joined us for today's Encouragement Podcast. I'm Brent Van Hook, the director of Shepherd's Fold, and we are having this podcast to reach out to ministers of all types, of all denominations or independent churches of the Christian faith. Whatever your role of ministry might be, we want to bring encouragement today. Our special guest for today's podcast episode is Dr. Jim Deal, a person who's been a great encouragement in my life. So we welcome you, Dr. Deal, to this encouragement podcast through Shepherd's Fold. Well, thank you. I'm blessed to be here with you, Brent, and all those that are tuning in. Well, we're in for a treat today. Why don't you take just a few moments, Dr. Deal, and tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry. Well, thank you. Um, I have been a pastor for uh, 22 years of my adult life. And uh, then uh, one chapter of my life is the way I like to say it. I was uh, called to uh, Mid-America, Nazarene University, to be a vice president there. Then um, I was elected as to what we Nazarenes call, I was a district superintendent of all the churches there in Nebraska. Then after uh, six years, I was elected to do the same thing of all of our churches in Colorado. Uh, after, um, uh, after a while, let's just say, I went in to uh, help the church board call a pastor at Denver First Church, which was one of the uh, larger Nazarene churches in America. And with way too long of a story to tell now, but before that meeting was over, they kicked me out of the room, <laughs> but it was kind of nice. And they elected me as their pastor, or nominated me, I should say. It had to go to a church uh, vote. And I said, no, no, no. I said, no, that's not the way this works. But it took a month for uh, the Lord to finally help me to know that that's what he wanted me to do. And then four years later, I was elected general superintendent uh, and there are six general superintendents in the Church of the Nazarene. So for 16 years, I chased around the world. And uh, now I'm uh, preaching as I'm called and doing things like uh, this podcast with Brent Van Hook. <laughs> and God mm -hmm. only knows what else we're doing. <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, we're so thankful for your life and your ministry and the encouragement that you bring. I want to pose a couple questions for you and get some insight from you. Here's the first one. Why are ministers important? Well, uh, my response to that is that uh, we human beings are made up of body, mind, and spirit, or soul. And, uh, you know, for the body, we've got doctors and nurses and healthcare workers by the hundreds in order to uh, minister to the body. About the mind, we've got teachers, professors, mentors, every, every other thing, you know, to help us to keep the mind working. And the spirit uh, or the soul of an individual, we need ministers to uh, pastor them, uh, pastor us too, youth pastors, music, worship pastors, children's pastors. Uh, if we need doctors for the body and teachers for the mind, we need spiritual guidance, direction, and pastors for our the heart of hearts 
And you know, Brent, if you look at it over the long run and you're looking all the way into eternity, it's all important that we have our soul right with God. Amen. Amen. Ministers are important. Okay, can you give us a little bit of insight regarding this question? Why should ministers keep going and not give up? Well, it is a challenge in this day and age, especially with the pandemic on, and it just seems to go on and on and on. But uh, I, I felt led to this scripture over in Matthew chapter 25, and uh, Jesus told another parable, and we're all familiar with it. It's the parable of the talents, and uh, the master of uh, in this great uh, spiritual story gave one the five talents and gave the other two and gave the other person one and then you know how that that master uh, left and and the one who had five uh, did what he did and turned it into ten the one who had two turned it into four the one who had one talent or whatever that might represent like money or like opportunities, or like gifts and graces. Anyway, the one that he had, he buried it in the ground. When the master came back, he handed it to him and was condemned because he had done nothing with it except bury it in the ground. But as you all know, the one who had five turned it into 10 and gave that to the master. And I'll just read it right out of the right out of the scripture here. The Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Well, the one that had two turned it into four. And the master said, well, it wasn't bad. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he said the same word for word. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. I think, Brent, it is, uh, it is a tremendous truth that, that our Lord Jesus told a story and the emphasis was put on good and faithful hmm. well done good and faithful servant only god can make us good hmm. only god through jesus and the blood of jesus wash our sins away and fill us with his precious holy spirit only god can make us good but only we, you and I, only we make the decision, are we going to be faithful or are we going to let it slide? Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, and, and it's, it's not the one that's in the, in the biggest place or the one that has the most notoriety. No, it's what did you do with what you were given that rings in my mind more than you know and everybody i'm speaking to now you were given a pandemic you were given a mess 
<laughs> and you're not judged according to what somebody else did in some other generation. We're in, we're in a different culture. We're in another world. But when we respond to our Lord at the end of the race, well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Brent, that just cries out to me. God rewards faithfulness. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Well, hey, in a few moments, we'll bring today's podcast to a close. But before we do, is there some word of encouragement that you would like to bring to our listeners today? Well, uh, this is the uh, promise that is the most recent to me. It, uh, has, it has come to me uh, just within the last uh, week or so. And it's from way back in Psalms, and it's Psalm uh, 30, and there, verse 5. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Mm. Oh, I like that. But the mm. psalmist didn't tell us how long the night would last. Mm. And I have learned that sometimes the night, the difficulty, the darkness, it's two or three days, or it's two or three weeks, or it's two or three months, or it's two or three years. But I want every minister, pastor, uh, Sunday school teacher listening to this today, every one of us to know the morning is coming and joy comes in the morning. I'm about ready to start singing the old Gaither song. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hold mm -hmm. on, my child. Joy mm -hmm. comes in the morning. You know, that's been yeah. running, running through my mind here for about a week. And I'd like to leave it with your brothers and sisters listening. The night will not last forever. The morning is coming. There will be joy, peace, victory. Hang on, my child. Joy comes in the morning. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Deal. Thank you for your words of encouragement. Thanks for being a special guest today on the Shepherd's Fold Encouragement Podcast. Oh, sure. Thank you, and God bless you and everybody listening in. <laughs>